Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is September 21st, and our reading comes from Galatians chapter 6. Paul begins by saying, Dear brothers and sisters, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back on the right path. Be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Share each other's burdens and in this way obey the law of Christ. If you think you're too important to help someone, you're only fooling yourself. You're not that important. I love this. Paul says that in the body of Christ, because we're family, When we see someone struggling, instead of judging them, instead of attacking them, instead of writing them off, those of us who are living in freedom, those of us who are godly, those of us who love Jesus and love people, what we need to do is we need to come alongside them and gently help them, lead them into freedom, help them overcome whatever it is that they're struggling with, help them carry their burden, and to be careful that we do it with humility, recognizing that we could fall into the same temptation, recognizing that we need the same grace that we're offering to someone else. So we've got to be be real careful about that and then not to think of ourselves too highly. You know, it's so easy to evaluate ourselves on our best day and evaluate everybody else on their worst day. And Paul says, man, don't make that mistake. Verse four, pay careful attention to your own work for then you will get the satisfaction of a job well done and you won't need to compare yourself to anyone else for we are each responsible for our own conduct. One of the most frustrating things about American culture is everybody seems to be focused on pointing out the faults and the failures, the shortcomings of everyone else, instead of focusing on their own life, their own character, their own behavior, their own relationships. And at the end of the day, the only thing, the only person I have any control over is me. It's me. You know, so many times when I'm helping people do conflict, especially in a marriage, so many times couples are focused on their spouse's shortcomings. And I always tell them, listen, the only person you can really control or influence much in this relationship is you. So even if your spouse is guilty of whatever you're describing, you need to focus on your attention, on your growth and maturity, and then let me help your spouse focus their attention on their growth and maturity. And really, when two people are focused on their own character, their own growth, they're growing in love, they're learning to serve, when two people are learning to do that, that relationship naturally flourishes. But when two people typically in their hypocrisy and judgment are criticizing and attacking the other one for falling short, failing in some way, well, that relationship is is destined to, to fall to pieces. So Paul says, listen, let's focus on our own character. Let's focus on what God's doing in us. Let's invite the Spirit of God to produce His life and character in us. And as He does, our relationships prosper. 
Then he says, verse 6, those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. So the people that work at church, man, we pay them a salary and take care of them. It's the right thing for us to do. And then kind of a famous passage, he says in verse 7, don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You'll always harvest what you plant. Those who live only to satisfy their own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature. But those who live to please the Spirit will harvest everlasting life from the Spirit. So let's not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we'll reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have opportunity, we should do good to everyone, especially those in the family of faith. Again, this is what Paul was talking about just a minute ago. We need to focus on ourselves, what God's doing in us, and therefore what we can sow into the lives of other people. Years ago when Tina and I were in the middle of our marriage crisis, I realized I couldn't change Tina, but I could change me. You know, I could focus on my relationship with God and grow in my life and then begin sowing into Tina what I hope to receive back from Tina. So what happened is, as I forgave Tina, as I loved Tina, as I served Tina, as I shared grace and mercy with Tina, as I began to encourage and to, to build up Tina, what happened is, over time, what I was sowing in her began coming back to me. I began to reap what I sow. And this is what Paul is talking about. If we want to produce change in other people, it begins, the change begins in me. As I grow and mature, it changes the way I relate to other people. It changes what I'm sowing into their lives. And as I sow into their life, then in time, that begins coming back to me. Now Tina loves me and serves me and blesses me, and marriage is such a blessing. And really, that should characterize all of our relationships. As we're growing in our faith, as we're getting closer to Jesus, He's producing His life in us, and we're serving and loving other people, then as we sow into their lives in time, that begins coming back to us, and we're blessed by it. Man, that's a, a principle, the principle of sowing and reaping that you see throughout the Bible, and it's so, so powerful. So let me pray for you. Father, thank you so much for this word. God, I pray that when we see people struggling, we wouldn't ignore their struggle, but God, nor would we kick them when they're down. And we'd come alongside them and be a good friend and a humility and, and with gentleness, help restore them, help them get back on the right track and to be careful to guard our own hearts that we don't fall into that temptation. God, I pray that you would help us all as we're connecting with you every day and allowing your word to really read our heart, to dissect our heart and soul and mind. God, I pray that we'd be focused on our growth and what you're trying to do and produce in us so that we can sow that into the lives of people around us, our family and friends and church members and neighbors and classmates. God, because when we sow, that is what we'll reap. When we sow love in our world, when we sow humility in our world, when we serve other people, when we're a blessing to other people, then in time we begin to reap that harvest, that begins to come back to us. So God, help us by faith 
to trust you to produce your life in us and then to be a blessing to people around us and to believe by faith that when we do that, we will be blessed because we will reap what we sowed, that that fruit, the seed that we're sowing will produce fruit that we'll reap that'll come back to us. So God, help us to trust you, to live by faith and to see you do your work in us and through us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thanks for being with me today. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.